Blog Talk Radio. Happy Halloween from Los Angeles, California. It's Music Friday Live, and we aren't scary, but we are brought to you by Solar City, which can lower your energy bill so much they frighten the big utilities, but more on that later. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host, and I'm on every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates, and we're always bringing you today's hot new upcoming musical artists. Well, at 2.05 Eastern, Salme Dahlstrom returns. Now, she promised she would return when she was on the, the show earlier this year. She has a new album out, Pop Propaganda 2, and, um, you know, she's so talented, she's scary, so we're going to have her for Halloween. We are having her here for Halloween. And at 2.30... P.M. Eastern, a rising singer-songwriter who is not scary at all, but whose songs are the ear equivalent of trick-or-treat candy, will be with us. Her name is Mallory Trinnell. But remember, this is your show. These bands are here to talk with you, so you can call in 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or... You can email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Fairly soon, I think the uh, the chat room is going to go up at Blog Talk Radio, or uh, you can hit us on Twitter. We're at Music Friday Live, and don't forget the hashtag Music Friday. Well, I want to have a special message for all of our uh, listeners out in Charlotte. This weekend, uh, Envision and Rise Records are presenting a free benefit concert to raise money for Music for Vets. That's an organization that provides musical instruments to music therapy programs uh, for veterans. And it also uh, provides live performances at VA and military hospitals. Now, the concert is going to be on Sunday. That's Sunday, November 1st. It's at 6 p.m., it's at Meetings on the Mint. That's located at 1510 South Mint Street. And if you're not in Charlotte, it's going to be simulcast real-time over the Giving Stage Network. So remember that. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know what? I think we have a caller on the line. Let's see. Do we have a caller on the line? Hello there. Hello? Hi. Hey, it's Alex. Alex, wow, hi there, hi there. I just saw you at at the basement, and you put on one hell of a show. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate it. It it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you have any more shows coming up? Um, Yeah, actually, we're going to be back at the basement um, on, I'm going to be with a band called The Tang Gang on November 11th. Um, they're there the second Tuesday of every month, and then again with my own band uh, two days later on the 13th. Um, and then at uh, Fox and Hounds, a really cool English pub in Studio City on uh, the 15th. Okay, so well, it's, those it's a busy are, week. Those are all in Southern California. So anybody in Southern California, let me just tell you, I, I was at her last concert at at uh, the basement, and um, she just fill the place with her voice and her music and everybody was dancing. 
you you know how to generate fun, Alex. You really do a great job at that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, we were, I mean, when the audience is having fun, then we're having fun, and it just feeds on itself, and it's just a, it just makes for a great night. <laughs> well, it, it, it certainly did, and I'm, I'm going to uh, be at the basement for, for sure. I don't know about the Fox and Hounds because that's kind of over the hill for me, but definitely at the basement. So why don't you <laughs> – all right, but we'll see. You know, it depends on, on, on how slow the 405 is moving at that time. You never know. That's always um, – the 405 is the bane of my existence, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, you and about 3 million other people, um, uh, which yep. is why it's the bane of all of our existence. So once again, <laughs> give, us, give us those dates and locations. I'm going to be at the Basement Tavern in Santa Monica. It's on Main Street at the Victorian. Uh, Basement is a great place to hear live music um, with a band called the Tangay. Super funky, great musicians um, on Tuesday, November 11th. And then I'm going to be back at the Basement. I should probably just spend the night there on Thursday, November 13th with my own band. Pretty funky, too. And uh, again in Studio City on um, on uh, Saturday the fifteenth with uh, with um, at uh, Fox and Hounds. It's a cool English pub and and um, man, I tell you those two clubs in particular, I they're a rarity. They're very much a rarity. The owners are amazing. The staff is amazing. They appreciate musicians and live music and I. They're two wonderful, wonderful homes to have. Um, for myself and my band and so many other musicians. Well, I'll tell you, from an audience perspective, they're a lot of fun, too. So if you're, you are in Southern California at all, you should catch at least one, if not all, of those concerts because Alex Nestor is the definition of fun. Um, give, give people your website real quick. Our website is alexnestor.com, A-L-E-X-N-E-S-T-E-R, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on, I don't know, what other social media sites. <laughs> if, okay, if all right. It, if it's a site, I'm probably on it. So <laughs> come If it's got me. .com after it, you're there. Uh, well, Amen. Alex, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for calling in, and I will see you at least one of those. Bye now. Awesome. Can't wait to see you. Thank you so much. Well, that was Alex Nestor, and we always love to hear from her. Um, We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we are going to be joined by one of my favorite people who we announced earlier, Salme. So don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And I'm back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host on Music Friday Live. And I want to uh, welcome all of our uh, uh, 
our radio stations around the country, especially I want to say hi to all of our listeners at KSKQFM in Ashland, Oregon, great college town up there. Uh, so, and everybody, you can join us. You can join us by calling in at 347-215-7511, or you can email us. I know a lot of you are sitting there at work, and you've got your earphones on. You're not really paying attention to that PowerPoint that's on your screen. You're listening to us, so you can email us. Music Friday Live at gmail.com. Music Friday Live at gmail.com. And after the show, not right now, but after the show, check out musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. We're going to put some new reviews up uh, and also uh, some new blogs this week. Well, Salme Dahlstrom is a treasure. She not only writes and performs and produces dance music that is irrepressible, but she licenses virtually everything she does to television or movies, so you've probably heard her music even if you don't know it, which means that chances are Salme Dahlstrom is a part of the soundtrack of your life. And that's a good thing. Her music can kind of ride in the background while you go about your day with a little more energy and bounce, or it can sort of shimmer in the foreground as you notice it's 4 a.m. and you're still dancing. Either way... Salmi's tunes are not only the best party music on the air today, but they're also the creation of an experienced artist, and as such, they demand attention at that level as well as on the dance floor. Salmi is a woman so confident in her talent that she's long ago transcended pop's angst, and she produces music that is intelligent as well as hooky, sophisticated as well as accessible, and always, always fun to listen to. With the release of Pop Propaganda 2, Retro Funk Soul Junction. There's even more Salome to listen to, but right now Salome is here so we can listen to her in person. Hi, Salome. Hey, how's it going? It's going really well. Um, First of all, I have to ask a very important question. Uh, Are you in costume? I I knew this was like, what are you wearing? (laughs) This was going to come up, right? Well, it's a little early for the costume, but I, there will be some costumes and trick-or-treating later on. All right. You know, I, I didn't ask you what you were wearing. I asked you if you were in costume. There's a difference there, you know. Same, same difference, dear. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, so what are you doing good. for Halloween? Is there going to be a Salme party someplace in New York City? Oh, I wish, but no. It's uh, we're gonna do the old-fashioned go house to house and trick or treat, and then we're gonna eat all the candy and just fall into this sugar coma. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I bet there will be a Salme party someplace, and they're gonna be uh, playing a uh, one of the new songs from your album, probably this one. Let's take a look to love. Listen to love plus shine. I don't shine 
with most of your music, uh, that's addictive, especially that big guitar riff in there, which kind of flows through the grooves that were cut in my brain by the music of the 60s. Uh, And I especially love the line, as a self-appointed expert on the politics of love, uh, you really kind of throw down the gauntlet there, because this is not exactly a love song, is it? Well, it is and it isn't. I wanted to write a song that basically says, I love you, but do it in a, with a, a twist. So I, I created this uh, persona for the song that's this very, you know, the internal optimist, but it thinks they know it all kind of, you know, self-appointed expert who who says this this is how it's going to work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the falsetto voice in there, is that you? Yes. Uh, is that a natural voice, or did you tune it somehow? That's that's my falsetto. I, I'm actually doing a Bono, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. You, you know, you that. try new things. Yeah, okay. Well, you that would work. That would work. Um, <laughs> um, you've described yourself elsewhere um, and a little bit just now as a cocky wide-eyed optimist when you in your in that song but aren't you always kind of optimist and a little bit cocky isn't that why you're successful um well half of it people would always agree to um the, the cockiness i guess but um <laughs> I, I do I, I actually am i'm i'm a fairly optimistic person and i think to survive in the entertainment industries, especially, which is very cruel uh, and, and tough, you kind of have to be optimistic about it and say, and say, I believe this is going to happen. You know, it's going to happen to me because this is good. You know, we're going to work hard and, and it's, it's going to work out because otherwise, you know, you're, you're going to get rejected. I used to say only take one rejection a day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, and that was a good thing. So, uh, well, so I try to keep it positive. So when people tell me, you know, you know what, it didn't happen. You, the, you're not going to get this commercial, you know, or whatever. I go, well, they might still change their minds. You know, <laughs> that's me. And sometimes well, they do. Well, obviously, uh, they do. And uh, I'll say one thing I like uh, about your music is how you can combine stripped down lyrics with beats uh, to kind of social commentary. This, this is an example that is from your new album. First of all, uh, that's a a really good news song, and believe me, the world needs good news songs to counteract all the bad news that comes out in the media. Uh, At the same time, it it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong here, that it very smartly celebrates the sensuality of dancing, especially women dancing, without making it sexual. Now, you call that the ultimate summer song, but since I live in the land of near-permanent summer, I call it the ultimate liberated sensuality song. What do you think I of like that? that? 
So I hit it, huh? You did. I, I, I <laughs> love that description. No, it, it, you're absolutely right. I, I wanted to write something, you know, a, a summer song, you know, something that, you know, we, we have a lot of great summer anthems in, in, in this country especially. And I, I wanted to write something that that was a summer anthem but had the you know the fun and the funkiness to it and to celebrate you know just you know dancing on rooftops and having fun not not deeper than that and and like you said not in a sexual way just really enjoy the good times you know well you you really help us enjoy the good times and we're getting some email here from people who would like to enjoy the good times with you um all right um <laughs> electronic my bank account number is no I'm just kidding. Uh-huh, yes i'll bet uh, just kidding um wellman in uh, new york city has two questions for you uh both uh well first one is do you ever play live in new york city i love your pictures would like to see you live and secondly how can we get the new album okay uh, live shows were i'm in the process of putting that together um it's been uh, so it's I used to play out a lot and and then I took a little break from it I focused a little bit more on producing and that part of it but I'm totally ready to go out and play again and um the, the east coast the new york is where I live so most likely we would start there um and to tie that in with the second question where to get the music um I have a website which is soulmayland.com where you will find the tour dates when they pop up. And um, if you sign up for the mailing list, you'll get them before everybody else, and you won't miss out on anything, so please do that. And um, on the website, there's also links to buy the music. There's um, obviously digital um, copies of it, and there's also CDs if you don't uh, like the downloads. No vinyl yet, but we're getting there. We're getting there. No kidding. Wow. Vinyl, too. I love vinyl. Well, Mustafa in St. Paul wants to know, how competitive is leasing music, and is it hard to do? I guess I think he means licensing there, licensing. not leasing. Um, yeah. Yes, it's as competitive as anything else, really. Um, you know, uh, it's become one of the good sources of income for songwriters and, and artists now that record sales are painfully low um and so that makes it even more competitive i think it's it's a big market for it because there's more tv uh channels than ever before and more commercials you know are are playing and more tv shows need need music movies so on and so forth um but everybody wants a piece of it so yes it is competitive and then I have a lot of people here who want to know uh, what movies and what television shows the, your music has been in. So maybe you can, or what commercials. So maybe you could give us an example. Yes, uh, I have had commercials for, for instance, I'm allowed to say brands, right, on radio. Yeah, sure. Yes. Um, Cover Girl, um, Suave, Special K, Mitsubishi. Toyota, Subaru, Nike, Juicy Couture, some wow. German stocking company that I don't remember the name of. <laughs> um, and right now, my song Reality Check is running in the new LG 
G3 phone commercial worldwide. Okay. Well, folks, when you see that commercial come on, pay attention to the music because you are now listening to the, the woman who wrote, produced, and sings it. Uh, we're t- and that woman is, the woman we're talking to, that's Salme Dahlstrom. We're talking to her about her new EP, Pop Propaganda 2, Retro Funk Soul Junction. And you can talk with her. You can call in to 347-215-7411, or you can follow what everybody else is doing here. They're emailing us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Now, Salme, I've been listening to this new EP all week, um, which, as you said, is available on your website. It's also available on iTunes and CD Baby and Amazon and at the shop. And I've come to appreciate how sophisticated your seemingly simple dance music is. It's not simple. Do you spend days in front of a computer to do that, or is most of your time spent in the studio? Um. Well, the computer in the studio is, is pretty much the same place these days. <laughs> okay. You know, whether, you, whether you're a rock band, you're going to record into the computer these days. Nobody really uses tape anymore, unfortunately, but um, there are also perks with, with that. It's faster. Uh, the, the process of, of getting the bones of a song done is usually pretty quick for me. It takes maybe, you know, a couple of hours to... To, to hash out the a riff and the idea and, and where it's going to go. And then after that, it, it can be painfully slow uh, finishing it just because I do everything myself. So I, 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 I play all the instruments, I sing on it, then I, I, the editing takes a long time, and then I, I mix it. Um, so it, uh, it's, we- uh, it's quite a process. It sounds like it. it sounds like you're a perfectionist too, and it's the, fun, the shows. In, it, it, yeah, it, it shows in the music. Um, somebody here who obviously is a musician wants to know, and this is Apps in St. Louis wants to know if you use Glitch FX. What is Glitch FX? And do Glitch, you use it? Uh, Glitch um, is um, it's an effect where you can sort of take a sample of something. It, usually, it's the vocals, but it could also be a music piece. And it, for instance makes it sound like it's it's glitching, like it's stuttering or something happened to the tape machine it was on. And, and so it kind of distorts it in a, in a cool way. And it can be distorted and, and changed in a lot of different ways. Um, there's even a genre called glitch hop, um, <laughs> which we can, uh, which actually is going to, is, is a little bit part of the new album because I, I had um, the Specker Frex, which is a great um group out of San Francisco, they did a remix for me on Pop Your Heart Out, and they're known for their glitch hop productions. So they do a lot of that. Oh, darn. Okay. Well, yes. let, and I listen do use to, it. You do use it. Okay. There, there, yes. There's the answer that, that uh, yes. he wanted. Uh, well, let's listen to one of those. I don't know if you're, if you're using it or not, but this is uh, Rockin' on the Spot.
Okay, uh, that music, that, that song actually reminds me a lot of 60s music, and I understand that you listen to a lot of 60s music. Uh, were you looking for kind of groovy and rocky, rocking sound there? Because he really branded it with the na-na-na. Right, which is a very 60s thing to do, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I love 60s music. I, I think, you know, half a decade later, um, time has probably, you know, forgotten about the, the not-so-good or not-so-relevant songs, so we're left with the gems, you know. And there's some fantastic music from the 60s. A, a lot of soul went into, you know, any kind of music you made back in the 60s, rock music. It, a lot of it was based on rhythm and blues, so it's very very rhythmic and very funky, and it's got great guitar riffs and f great songwriting. So, And they also had this whole social awareness that went through, I, to me it seems like almost, all the music that came out of the 60s, whether it was a simple love song or, or you know, more of the the political, folky stuff that went on, it it, it, it put a stamp on it, and, and I, I like that. And, and for very, not as deeply as, as a lot of artists did in the 60s, but that was part of the idea behind rocking on the spot, you know, just giving some advice to, to a younger self, sort of, or, or somebody you see is maybe not doing so well. Um, if that's advice to your younger self, how have you changed? <laughs> I am so much wiser these days. I mean, hello. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I look back and I go, thank God I survived the teenage years. Um, but no, I, you know, it, it's, it, that, that was sort of how I think the, the lyrics came out. And, and I wish sort of somebody had said that to me maybe when I was a teenager, you know, that, because um, I was pretty wild and all of that. But it also ties into, you know, having listened to Buffalo Springfield, you know, for what it's worth, songs like that, and and just uh, looking at a, a situation or, or something happening and, and, and looking, in, looking in from the outside and, and, and trying to make sense of it. Well, it's fun to me. Now, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your visual branding, because... Uh, it, it ranges from very elegant to punk. I mean, there are some photos in there in which I, I, I'm looking for pearls and diamonds, and in other photos of you, I'm looking for tattoos. Mm -hmm. is, is there a strategy behind your visual presentation? Well, yes and no. I mean, <laughs> I kind of do whatever I want, and, and I, I get bored easily, so I, I'll try different things. I, I have a huge closet, and of, of clothes and they're very different. Some days you just want to be a, a electronic punk girl, and 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 other days you know you, you want to go a little more sophisticated. And uh, I I have fun with it, and and I, I try different things. Okay. If I had well, a stylist, we... they would probably tell me to stick to one of them, but it's just too much fun to dress up. Well, it's too much fun to watch you too. Um, <laughs> you, you've got. You've got a song on this album that you actually have four versions of, and it's, it's uh, Pop Your Heart Out, which, of course, yep. uh, is, is a hit from an earlier album. Uh, I want to play a little piece of each one of those versions and then maybe talk a little bit about why, why and how you did them all. So this is, uh, this is the original. This is Pop Your Heart Out. 
All right, so that that's the original. Now here's the here's the second version that you've done. This is with uh, speaker freaks and uh, glitch hops. That's so much fun to listen to. Now, this is the third version, and this is uh, with, with a DJ. The DJ Funky. Now here here comes the fourth version, and this was done with a uh, um, quadrat beat. Uh, that's the the musician, the dubstep musician Eugene uh, Lobanovsky. And uh, take a listen to this. This is uh, number four. Those are all lots of fun, but I'm but there there was a lot of work involved in that. Uh, why did you do four versions of one song for this album? Well, the, the great part for me with those is that I didn't have to do the work. Um, <laughs> the, the, so so you have the original version of "Pop Your Heart Out," which I produced, and then I had um, Specker Frax, DJ Funky, and Quadrat Beat do remixes of it which basically means that I gave them the a cappella of the song plus any other files they wanted. Every remixer, usually, they have their own requests. They want the guitar parts or they want this and that. And then they produce their own interpretation of, in, in, you know, of the song. Okay. So well, I, I, I think it's brilliant. Uh, I, I love it. I mean, it, it's so much, it, it gives the audience something to do in addition to just listening or just listening and dancing, you yeah. know, that, that, which is what I met early on when I talked, when I introduced you and I, I said, you can be both um, uh, intelligent and hooky. You managed to pull that off really well. And this is a good example of how you do it. So. Well, thank I you. It, it's a lot of fun for me to get remixes back, you know, of a song that I, I wrote and produced because it's a totally different song when it comes back. You know, they, they've Quadrat or Specrafrex or whoever, they have their own vision of what they wanted to do with it. Two of these remixes are sped up, so the song is a lot faster. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. the, the Specrafrex version is the same tempo as mine, but completely different. It's a, yep. a glitch hop, you know, remix of it. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I love it when I get a remix from somebody who did, you know, one of my songs because it's just a, yeah, it's it's something new for me. Uh, it also shows uh, your self-confidence that you can do that. And we're having so much fun that uh, we're out of time. Right? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> yeah, I know. We should do, we got to do this some more. Uh, Salmi, thank you so much for spending uh, the Halloween afternoon with us. And, and now I know you can go put your costume on and go out trick-or-treating. I will. Happy Halloween, everybody. 
Happy Halloween. That's Salme Dahlstrom. Her new album, Pop Propaganda 2, Retro Funk Soul Junction, is out now and can be yours at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, and The Shop. And don't forget to check out her website at www.salmeland.com. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. I'm back. This is Patrick O'Heffern and your host here at Music Friday Live. And uh, boy, that was a lot of fun talking with Salme. She's always fun. And it's I, I'm going to get a copy of a picture of her in her Halloween costume because knowing her, it's going to be anything from diamonds and pearls to tattoos and who knows what. Anyway, anyway, we're back at Music Friday Live, um, and we'd love to hear from you. You can call us. You can call us at... Uh, our studio number, and you know the studio number, or you can uh, email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, we got. We have to take a moment here. I want to take a moment here to tell you about our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Solar Power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar power because of the upfront costs. Well, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. Solar City will come out, they'll install a solar system on your home for free. You only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company, but you use a lot less of it because the sun's making a lot of it, so you have a lower monthly cost. In my case, as much as half. Solar City pays for the system, it insures the system, it maintains the system, and all you do is have to enjoy the savings. So, if you have been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, how do you find out? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number. You know I was going to give you a phone number, so you have that pen and pencil ready, the pen and paper ready. The phone number is 909. 618-6937, 909-618-6937. 618-6937, 909-618-6937. You will talk to Tina. Tina is my representative there. And if you tell her I sent you, she'll give you a discount on your order. So that's 909-618-6937. Well, Mallory Trinnell is a busy girl. Actually, she's always been a busy girl. She grew up in Delta, Utah, and began an acting career at the age of four and started writing songs at the age of nine, which are pretty sizable accomplishments for a child in a desert town of about 3,500 people. Well, she's now in L.A., and she's thriving in this city of three and a half million, most of whom are either aspiring actors or aspiring musicians. Currently on her plate is the release of her new album, Words, which we're going to preview a bit here, the Twilight Music Girls Band, based on the Twilight book series, a walkthrough music video to help support the Take the Walk charity, the Hot Topic West Coast Tour, 
her own gigs, including a House of Blues earlier this month, and plans for an album release party next month at L.A.'s Vulnerable Hotel Cafe. Um, I get tired of thinking about everything she does, but I never get tired of listening to her music, especially songs from the new album. Mallory Chanel, welcome to Music Friday Live. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, since I gave you a good introduction, can I call you Mal? Of course. All right. Yeah, well, that's what, Mal, that's what all I, my friends call me. Oh, good. All right. Well, I'm honored. <laughs> uh, I, I know it's Halloween, so I assume you kind of are supernatural because you keep all that straight. Am, am I close? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You heard it here, folks. Uh, Mallory is supernatural. Uh, let's talk about the new album. Now, this is your second release. Your first album, Honor Me, was released in 2007. Why so mm-hmm. long between records? Were you just too busy? You know, it's been quite an adventure. Um, making a full-length independent album is something that is it's, it's climbing a mountain, basically. Um, it's, I, I'm definitely equating this release to uh, having a child or getting married. It's been a long roller coaster, uh, but I've learned so much. Um, I, I battled with some health issues and just other setbacks that naturally happen with records. It always takes longer than you think it's going to, but um, I didn't give up on it, and now it's going to be here, and I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, uh, uh, life got in the way while you were making music. Yeah, it, it did, but, um, you know, well, fortunately, you're, part you're, of life. <laughs> you're, you're back to making music. Well, unfortunately, uh, when we, uh, uh, when my engineer uh, was uploading your music uh, this morning, for some reason we had a glitch with words, so we're not going to be able to play it. Uh, although we do have oh, your fuck. your other your other your other songs here, which we will play more of because we now have more time. But um, words is kind of a defiant song. There, there's but defiant from what feels like an underdog. There's a line in it, some lines in it that go. I've been strung out, and yes, I've been burned out. I've been brought down to my knees. I've been restless and feeling desperate when I could barely breathe. That's pretty powerful, and this is not a feel-good, happy song. Now, why is this powerful, not-a-feel-good-happy song the title title song of your new album? Well, I think that, um, you know, in the music business, um, people can try to make you into what they want you to be, and in life in general, I think that that can happen as well. And I'm a fighter, and uh, no one's going to put me in a box. So I uh, sometimes that comes out in my writing. So <laughs> I guess that would be why. Okay. Well, um, there is there is happy stuff here, and uh, one of them is actually called Happy. So we're going to play it. And it also goes along with a really funny video that uh, people have to see. Here's Happy.
I love that song. Um, but in it, you sing. You just you just want us to be happy, but clearly it's not hurting you to hate me. Uh, that doesn't <laughs> sound very happy to me, right? but it's, it's really great upbeat music. What's going on there? I think that I like to be vague. I think that I, I, I'll poke fun at myself and say I sort of like to write these songs that sound really happy and hooky and, and, uh, and kind of hook you in, or at least I like to think so. But um, as a musician, you kind of like, you got to work through some stuff sometimes. And, and that's my therapy is when something goes down that, you know, doesn't make me happy. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to write a song called happy. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, it's my it, own it, battle with myself. <laughs> well, you also hint in that song that you have a somewhat jaundiced view of Hollywood, which of course is not hard. Has Hollywood been inhospitable to you? Have you had some bad experiences? You know, I think when you live in a big city like like Los Angeles, um, it's one of those things where it takes a while to fall in love with the city. And I battled long and hard. L.A. tried to fight me, and I fought back, and I got, you know, bruised and beaten and all kinds of stuff. Um, Just living here is is complicated. Um, But you kind of find your tribe over time, and you find the people that are really, really wonderful, and then they start to just sort of multiply. And when that happens, um, you really start to thrive as an artist, I feel like. And I feel like I have found those things. And I actually really, really love Los Angeles now. Well, good, because it's, it's my hometown, um, which means <laughs> that I didn't have to go through what you went through. But uh, uh, as I mentioned in the introduction, you came from Delta, Utah, which I've actually been to a couple of times. Um, no way. Uh, yes, it's generally on my way to other places. I love Highway 50. And uh, uh, how old were you when you left Delta? Uh, When I left Delta, I was about 13 years old. Um, My parents separated when I was really young, and uh, it became pretty apparent, I think, to um, both my parents that they needed to let me kind of be an artist a little more, and uh, Salt Lake City was going to be more conducive to that than Delta was, so they generously uh, obliged that and I'm very grateful to both of them for that. <laughs> so you how old were you when you moved to Los Angeles? You were an adult then? Uh yeah, I moved to LA to to go to school. Um just right out of high school I, I moved to LA and said, Okay, all right, Utah, peace out. I love you. I'll be back to visit, but uh I got stuff to do. So <laughs> Okay, <laughs> all right. We're talking with uh, Mallory Trinnell about her soon-to-be-released album, Words, and you can talk with her, too. You can call in at 347-215-7511, or you can email us, and we're getting some emails here, too. For those of you who haven't emailed, it's musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Apps in Los Angeles has just emailed in, and he wants to know, what was the hardest part of moving to L.A.? I moved to L.A. from St. Louis, and I found it to be very disoriented. How about you? Oh, I definitely found it disorienting. And, and I think I found it frustrating because um, I perceived when I first moved here that there was a lack of hustle, but I found that to be completely not true. Um, I think I just struggled to sort of find my place and find the find the people that were authentic and and genuine to be around, um, but there are so many of them. It's just that <laughs> you have to find them. You have, you have to find them. And I will say, since you are from Los Angeles, most of the people that I've met that are born and raised here are really wonderful, genuine, amazing people. So 
Well, <laughs> that that makes me feel very nice and warm and inside. Uh, right. Uh, t- tell me about the the Twilight Music Girls. Ah, Twilight Music Girls is a very very fun nostalgic project that I was a part of a few years ago. Um, there was a group of five of us, and we all kind of met in, in theater school and. As many young ladies were, we were very enamored with the series, um, with the books, and um, we sort of, it was kind of a happy accident. We, we ended up meeting the director of the first movie who kind of encouraged us uh, to, to do something with our music because we, we, we joked with her, even though it was serious, that we had written songs, you know, each of us had written songs about the books. And she was like, well, you guys are so cute and you sound so great together. You might as well, you know, put something together and people will eat it up. And we were just kind of like, okay, well, let's see what happens. And we literally threw MySpace together within like a week, and um, and then all of a sudden we were getting like six thousand plays a day, and all this this crazy attention that none of us had garnered individually on our own at that point. And uh, we were able to really travel and get our music out there and and experience um, experience some things that I don't think we would have been able to had we not you know kind of just been like okay let's see what happens. And it and it was one of those things where we got to connect with a lot of really cool people and and get our music out there. So it's something that I'm I'm very grateful to have been a part of. Wow. It's, uh, you, you know, there was a similar phenomenon around the Harry Potter books uh, called Wizard Rock, and at one point there were three or 400 bands, wizard bands, uh, in, in operating in, in the country. So I was like Twilight uh, generated something very similar. Well, you have an album release show coming up in Hollywood uh, at the Hotel Cafe, and that's on the 9th of November. So for all of you Los Angelinos, and actually everybody in Southern California, you know where the uh, the, uh, the uh, cafe is, the Hotel Cafe is. It's on Coenga, just uh, between uh, Sunset and Hollywood. Uh, will the Twilight Music Girls be at your uh, album release party? I think the prognosis, the outlook for that is very high. I think that you might see them there, and you might hear some of them singing something, too. You, you never know. Okay. Well, there's another reason for everyone to go. And, again, that's the, the 9th of November at the Hotel Cafe. Now, you also asked fans to send you videos of feet walking. What was that about, and what did you do with the videos? Oh, um, that that was a project that um, I I grew up uh, really listening to and kind of um, kind of idolizing the band Hanson. Um, you guys probably remember them. Mbop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are really wonderful entrepreneurs and uh, philanthropists as well. And they have they've started this campaign called Take the Walk. Um, you should visit takethewalk.net and check it out. Um, but basically, you can host um, a walk. And it's, it's all to garner attention for several different uh, charities that, that need help. So the Take the Walk campaign, I, I did my own version of, of wanting to garner support for that. So that's what that project was. Okay. And, and is, uh, is there a website you want to send people to? I would, I would definitely encourage anyone to go to takethewalk.net because you can donate there to all the different charities like Bloodwater. Um, and, uh, yeah, go check it out, and, and you might be interested in hosting your own walk because I know that's something that the guys still do and uh, and lots of other people do it as well, and it's a really wonderful way to get the word out there and get the funds uh, that are necessary um, for these things to make some change happen in this world. Okay. Well, there's a, a song on the new album that not only intrigues me with its lyrics, but it's kind of really creative musically, so I want to listen to, have us all listen to a little bit of my turn. Well, I lose the fire of the sun and tan About a 
That's uh, another um, fun song, but um, it's got some interesting lyrics in it, and, and it seems some it it, it it seems from the lyrics in that song and in other songs on the album that relationships are a rich source of inspiration for you. Is that true? <laughs> You're calling me out right now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean, I, I think so many so many female singer songwriters can relate to that. You know, um, it's it's one of those things that um, it's a continual source of inspiration. But I really try to grow from it and uh and learn from it every single time um but with my turn specifically it's funny because uh it sounds more like that it's about that but it's really more about a struggle with myself and and i even realized that the fact that it's called my turn uh lends to the fact that i teach young people music and so it's like you can tell i've been hanging out with my five-year-old that song (laughs) (laughs) you teach five-year-olds music yeah what, what, what kind awesome of music? They love it. Oh yeah, uh, I just. Uh, what kind of music uh, do you teach them how to play instruments or how to sing or or what? Mostly, um, it's a lot about kind of introducing rhythm and notes and and playing games with them and having fun and and you know there's there's certain ways that it helps reinforce what they start to learn at that age. You know, their ABCs and reading and writing and and all of that stuff. Um, but I'm really big on music education. I think it's so important um, for kids to to have that. Um, and so, you know, I, I I like to do what I can to to connect with the the young folk. Plus, I feel like I relate <laughs> to them. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, I think you're one of the young folks, but uh, that's another conversation. Uh, and speaking <laughs> of that, um, of Young folks, uh, there's a line in that that says, I see Goldilocks and Tinkerbell are nothing like the woman that I am. Uh, well, that <laughs> makes me kind of curious about um, if you were going to write a line about the kind of woman you are, what would it say? I think it would say that I'm a stubborn, <laughs> fun, <laughs> uh, forgiving creative, crazy young lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds, sounds like sounds like you're going to go over well in in Los Angeles, uh, obviously. I hope, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, the kind of woman that you are today, um, I think, can be traced for all of us uh, uh, to your family. And uh, mm-hmm. the next song, I think, tells us one reason why you're such a talented and loving person. Let's listen to a little bit of Ruby. I've got someone who is always with me She brings out the sunshine She fills what I'm missing And I Thank you. 
Now that that song was was about your your grandmother, and I can tell from the song that she was a wonderful person. Um, did did she introduce you to music? I know she was a piano player. She did. Um, my grandmother Ruby was born in 1919, and she learned how to play the piano entirely by ear. She never had a music lesson. Um, she had this really incredible gift, and and you could start singing something, and she'd start underscoring you, and she'd even tell you that's too low for you or that's too high for you, and she immediately. Um, be able to transpose it for you without even thinking about it. And um, I think even though she had that gift, she kind of wished she would have formally learned how to how to read and how to play. And so she was teaching me when I was really, really little uh, how to play something and noticed that I, I was able to match her. And she said, you know, she's got the same thing that I do, but let's put her in piano lessons now. And um, she's a big reason why I do what I do. And so the whole album is actually dedicated to her. And uh, and we actually infused her playing the piano, a recording of her playing the piano into that last track that you played. So you're following in your grandmother's footsteps in two ways. You're a musician, like she was, and you also teach music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did she think of your move to Los Angeles in your performing career? You know, I think she was, she was a little on the fence about it um, because – where I grew up, family is really, really important, and I think she she didn't want me to be so far away. She worried about me. Um, she she made it a point to tell me, you know, like there's there's all this other stuff to life that I don't want you to miss out on. And um, but she never discouraged me. She knew this is something that I really, really wanted to do. And if anything, you know, her and her daughters, my my aunts on my dad's side specifically, they were so supportive, encouraging in every possible way that they could be. Um, and uh, I really just owe kind of everything to my family. I really do. Um, and, and I think mo- that's true for most of us. Uh, we've we've uh, only got a few minutes left, and we do have a lot of emails for you. So I, I want to see if we can answer some of these questions. One really <laughs> intriguing, and this is actually from Salt Lake City. Uh, this is cool. um, my Manos in Salt Lake City, and Manos wants to know, what is the easiest instrument to teach children? And then Manos adds, my son wants to learn to play the drums, but I'm not sure that's going to work in our house. (laughs) Well, I would recommend starting with the piano, and the reason I say that is literally because it's black and white, but also the range that it covers. um, It makes other instruments easily adaptable. Um, to learn. However, if you're not going to start with the piano, I actually would start with the drums because learning rhythm is one of the first things that, one of the first pieces of the puzzle that you need in order to play. Um, so, you know, if, if piano is a no-go and you want them to be involved in music and they really want to try the drums, then, then get them some lessons. I think it's a great idea. And, you know, you can, you can get electronic drums that you can only hear through hear, headphones. So mm-hmm. it's not That's true. all right. Um, Audrey in San Francisco wants to know, uh, do you learn much from the children you teach? I learn so much from the children that I teach. I feel like I probably learn more from them than they do from me. Um, there's just something so pure and unconditional about kids and, um, they're so curious and, um, and unafraid to learn. And, 
and specifically with teaching music, there's an emotional connection there. And I just, I feel like I learn something new every time I see a kid's eyes light up with like, oh, I get this. I've, I've encountered that a lot actually in the past year, teaching so many little tinies how to play uh, the songs from Frozen. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> Mal, we're, we're about Frozen here because we are been told we are out of time. So I want to thank you for being with us today, for giving us a glimpse of Ruby and not to mention a whole lot of other things. So thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. The new album will be released November 9th at the Hotel Cafe in Hollywood. Uh, people can get a look at the album, www.MalloryTrenell, that's two N's and two L's, music.com, or follow her on Facebook. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. Our producers are Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Barlabin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Don't forget to follow us on the Internet at musicfriday.nationbuilder.com and uh, let us know who your favorite musicians are. And you can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Be here next Friday, and I can't tell you right now who the uh, talent's going to be, but if you check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page this afternoon, you'll get details. Have a great musical weekend. Bye, everybody, and happy Halloween. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Uh, you'll get a letter. Oops,